Welcome to The Devil's Advocate. I'm your host, David Ray. This is the show where I bring on a guest to debate a topic with me. They choose the side that they want, and I take the other side, regardless of my true feelings on the matter. And uh, today's episode is kind of a cool one. It's a continuation of last week's live episode that was recorded at Thunderprov, which is an improvised comedy show put on by Sorry Not Sorry, an improv troupe that I'm very uh, pleased to be a part of. And this was a, a great night th- that we had there. If you have not listened to last week's episode where I talk with Matt Ness and Lindsay Bexty, I suggest you go back and listen to it. Not only is it fun, silly, and weird, um, it, they kind of set up some jokes that are called back to in today's episode, where I talk with Josh Koss and Jamie Pratt. And uh, I'll be honest, th- that night got weirder and weirder as it went on. Uh, I, I love this episode. It's, uh, it's bizarre. I love it. Uh, as well, you should know that uh, Sorry Not Sorry is going to be at the Fringe. You're going to be, find out information about that later on in the episode. But uh, be on the lookout for them. We have, we have a bunch of fun, as you can hear during this episode. I'm very happy that we captured that. Uh, but, you know, enough about me prattling on. Let's dive into this episode where I first debate Josh Koss. And... Once before we get into it, I need to uh, reassure my listeners that uh, although this is called the devil's advocate, I'm in no way associated with the devil. I'm so opposed to the devil that I kind of hope he goes to like uh, a subway and he gets to try to order a sandwich. And uh, when he goes there, they he he realizes that he made a terrible error and he shouldn't be there. But he's already in line, so he's like, "Oh, I gotta get a sandwich. I don't even know what I want." And he he eats a sandwich and he's kind of bummed out for the rest of the day because he knows that this is just gonna sit with him. It's, he thinks he's eating fresh. That's why they advertise, but he knows it's not fresh. That that uh, the green peppers have clearly been sitting there uh, for the last couple of days. They should they don't look like the right kind of green, and he knows that it's affecting him. He next day he has like food poisoning, but he's not quite sure. And all he knows is he wasted too much money at that place. That's how much I'm against the devil. And with that, let's dive into. The debate that I have with Josh Koss. Uh, my next guest, uh, he is a good friend of mine. Uh, he is... Uh, we have a bit of rivalry at the same time. Uh, it goes back a long way. It, it's mostly because we are the exact same person. Totally same build. Same build. We are clones of each other. Yep. So uh, with this one, we are going to go with... Uh, Name something you might see in nature. I heard a woodpecker. A word, wood, <laughs> woodpecker, yes. I think, and this is a very strong belief, <laughs> sure, <laughs> that we should destroy all the birds. Just all of the birds. Every bird. Um, they don't do anything useful. Right. We don't use them to send messages to other units in right. the army anymore. So they, we, we don't need that. Yes, that's true. Yeah, they're useless. Well, that is not entirely true. Uh, without birds, we wouldn't have Twitter. Because they, with those tweets, they have just switched over. They modernized. Well, they would have just changed it to something different, like Oinker. 
Just be a little pig. And you just like, you squeal your thoughts out into the internet. <laughs> there are other animals. <laughs> However, the pigs did not come up with it, okay? They're too busy just causing a mess everywhere. But what, what's so wrong with birds? Think of all the things birds have given us. The movie, The Birds. Uh, too scary, too scary. Next. <laughs> uh, think about the band, The Birds. You know, turn, turn, turn. You know the song that is song? garbage. Next. You're, what? You're going to dismiss what? Yep, I am. Because they're named after the world's most just pointless creature. The world's most pointless creature. Yeah, except for the points on their beak and their feet, which are terrifying. <laughs> well, without birds, how do we know uh, that getting up early is a good thing, right? The early bird gets the worm. We would all be sleeping in. Yeah, and it would be so much better. And you just mm -hmm. miss all the day. Like, yeah. You just it's too hot in the day, Dave. Well, today it is. But think about it the winter time when it's just darkness mm. all of the time. Yeah. We want as much daylight. And if you want daylight, you better get up, just like those birds. Do you know why the darkness is a lot better? Because why? the birds aren't there. <laughs> they're asleep, Dave, like the rest of us should be. OK, so they're not awake. What's so wrong with them? What, what kind of things do they harm? The rest of nature and humanity. Uh, first off, they're loud. Hurt my ears. <laughs> how, wait, how, what kind of bird is so loud that it hurts your ears? Have you ever lived with a bird, Dave? Because <laughs> I've lived with a bird. You've lived with a bird? I have lived with a bird. Like what kind of bird? Uh, it, was, uh, it was a green-cheeked conure. He's just like a little parrot type thing. And it was a, it was a nightmare. It was a living nightmare. He screamed in my face. He bit my ears. Mm -hmm. He was not fun to be around, Dave. <laughs> Much <laughs> like you are being right now, I might add. Well, think about this. I'm sorry about that. Big Bird. Would you kill Big Bird? Yes. A giant bird, Dave? And look at how gentle he is. Yeah, on the outside. And he... He teaches us about fun and imagination. But inside, the man in that costume, probably a murderer? <laughs> He's probably you, a murderer. Did you think about that, Dave? Why would Big Bird's uh, person be a murderer and not like Elmo's or like uh, Cookie Monster? Oh, they're all murderers. <laughs> <laughs> You have a thing against puppets. Wait, wait, We're so, not talking about puppets right now, Dave. We're talking about birds. Well, what Nature's about, murderers. What about those, uh, the, the, the Disney cartoons where the, the, the girl is cleaning up the house and the birds are singing along, helping out? You remember that one? That was Cinderella, I believe. Yeah, that was an acid trip, probably. <laughs> so, birds don't do that. Birds aren't helpful. Birds poop on everything. They would make that house even more filthy than it already was. Well, think about this. If you had, well, even if birds are your enemies, mm -hmm. you could kill them and eat them. That's still helpful. Chicken's too dry. <laughs> Don't like it. Wait, how many times have you had chicken in your life that you could just declare Six. all chicken? Six times I've eaten chicken. And they've been all too dry. All too dry. 
Did you have a... I, I feel that there's something else behind this, because all I, I sense a lot of anger, but is there a certain incident in your life where you just had a bad run-in with a bird? Because I think that would affect how we should listen to you. Okay. We'll listen to this, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to close your eyes. <laughs> this again? Okay. Well, okay, I'm closing my eyes for the sake of... Okay. The people here, I guess. You're seven years old. <laughs> okay. You're walking through the woods. Also, you're me. Pretend you're me. Close your eyes, Dave! Okay. It's not that hard to pretend to be you, because we practically are. I know. It's pretty easy. You're, you're just gangling through the woods with your big, dumb, lanky arms and legs. Right. <laughs> Suddenly, you stop. You hear a noise. You hear another noise. Hoo, hoo. <laughs> you look around. I, I think that second bird might be a bear. <laughs> uh, it actually was a bear being uh, hella lifted, airlifted by, by 17,000 birds, Dave. <laughs> it was the scariest day of my life. So hang on a second. <laughs> so you're saying. That your fear of birds come from the fact that 17,000 birds lifted a bear onto... Shouldn't you be afraid of flying bears if that's a thing that happens? Are you not scared of flying bears, Dave? Because no. we all are. <laughs> right? Thank you. Yeah, here's the thing. Uh, birds are, uh, are... is the world's greatest natural resource. Because um, when you see birds in the sky, then you know there's hope. You know, there's still something living up there in the sky, and maybe I too can be a bird. Maybe I can fly away and join up into the sky, reach out towards the moon of hope. You're not going to do that if you're land-based, okay? If you're just stuck here on the ground with the cats and the dogs, who cares? They're so passe. Birds are the future. For they'll fly us up into what we hope to accomplish, which is go to Mars, and we'll see space birds. Are you, are you trying to tell me that birds are going to airlift us to Mars? Yes. That's how NASA's going to get us there. By inspiration by I the birds. I can't argue that science, because I'm not an astrologist. Nope. Nope, that's the... Uh, astronomer. Nope. Uh, I'm not a... <laughs> You're scientist. not a word knower. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. Like, birds, they are inspiration. They taught us how to fly. We now can fly across the, uh, the land, because it's, always, it's been established by birds, so... Yeah, but when was the last time you saw a plane flapping its stupid wings? <laughs> we could have figured that out on our own, and we probably did. No, have Nobody, you seen the earliest ever... airplanes where they were, like, flapping their wings literally? Did they work? No, <laughs> exactly. but they were inspired by birds. They started there. And now, we, now birds look to us, and they, they're, they're inspired by us, like... Look at that metal bird. It made it. Maybe we could be metal birds, too. 
Are you gonna? Are you, so they they want to be like us. They want to be like us. They walking be around like you. in our big stupid gangly legs, just walking through the woods. Yes, that's right. They look to you, Josh Koss, and they say, "Maybe I too can grow kind of a half beard. Maybe I too can sing songs. Maybe I too." can be a person that loves. They look to you, Josh Koss. Unless you're not worth it. I mean, that's a possibility. No, totally. I'm not, not really worth it. But the birds believe in you. <laughs> you know what that, know who's calling? The birds. And the message is, I love you. <laughs> Thank you very much, Josh Koss. Thank you. I'm just going to call it there. Guys, I hope you're enjoying The Devil's Advocate live at Thunderprov. Uh, I'm joined by Richie and Liam from Sorry Not Sorry, and they're here to talk about their shows happening at the Edmonton International Fringe Festival. Thanks, Dave. Uh, Thunderprov is a hilarious showcase of long-form improv created by the very talented Sorry Not Sorry cast. Outrageous characters, experimental theater, and gripping narratives are woven together every single night between August 14th to the 23rd at 5 p.m. No two nights are ever the same at any good improv show, but it's never been more true than at Thunderprov. Sorry Not Sorry is also thrilled to present Yeg D&D. Based on the classic game Dungeons & Dragons, Yeg D&D is a mix of fantasy storytelling, hilarious improv, giant D20s, and Edmonton's only improvised stage combat spectacle. Follow our party of six adventurers on an epic campaign of might, monsters, and magic, guided by our dungeon master and his team of NPCs. Join our heroes as they take on a new challenge each show or come to multiple performances and witness the grand overarching campaign unfold over the course of the Fringe. This all-ages show has delighted Edmonton audiences of all types for over four years. D&D fans love seeing the minutiae of the game brought to life on stage, and improv fans enjoy our high-energy antics and thrilling stage combat. It takes place every night at the First Presbyterian Church in downtown Edmonton, August 13th to the 23rd at 8 p.m. So you can see Thunderprov at the Mercury Room, which is located at 11315 106th Avenue. And you can find Yeg D&D at the First Presbyterian Church at 10025 105th Street. And guys, I'm in both productions, including playing a seven-year-old frost giant in YG D&D. It is adorable. My wife loves it. Uh, she rather me be that frost giant all the time, frankly. It's pretty great. Uh, it's super great. <laughs> You can check us out on Twitter at SNSYEG and at YEGDND uh, in case you've missed some of the information. Now, let's get back into the live episode of The Devil's Advocate. Please welcome Miss Jamie here. Jamie! Did, did you just liken me to a whale, Dave? Uh, well, that was not recorded, so no, I did not. Okay, so long, so long as I just compared you to Moby Dick, the the greatest, you know, the the. Oh, so you're the, saying his... I'm a dick? No. Are you saying I'm Moby? Moby, yes, the '90s uh, musician, right? Yeah. Right. That's a good thing, <laughs> I guess. He's had a few you're, good songs. You're a sweet, kind, wonderful, beautiful man, Dave. No problem. All right, here we go for our last suggestion. Uh, name something you might find in a city. 
Pick one, Jamie. Oh, golly, I'm so I'm really overwhelmed. Uh, I I heard I heard uh, cosplayers. 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 So, what's your opinion on like what debate does that remind you of that you would like to? Okay, here's what I think. I think that the world of cosplay should start moving towards just dressing like everyday other humans that are not yourself. You, they should cosplay just like the like, person... Like normal people. Like the person at Tim Hortons. Like I want to cosplay the, the person who makes the donuts at Tim Hortons. Yeah. And so they dress up. Well, like, what about... Would it always be professions or like... No, just like people you know. Like, like, like I don't know. You just wake up in the morning and you're like... Man, like I really want to cosplay Dave Ray. So yeah, yeah, put on your basement suit and <laughs> a good old basement suit, yeah. <laughs> and so that you just go to work like that. Is there like certain times, or is this recreationally? Like, what's the what's the goal of this? Well, like I think. Okay, here's what I think. I think that cosplay is a way that people use to like shift their understanding of what it's like to actually be the people that they're cosplaying. And so by cosplaying as David Ray, I'll gain a better understanding of what it is to be David Ray. So I'll like, take on your persona. And so I'll walk around all gangly-like in the forest, <laughs> <laughs> looking for flying bears. That's right, as, as I'm wont to do. Yeah. Uh, and then so I would, like, my heart would recognize your heart. And you'd be, you would be more sympathetic to me. So this would make yeah. the world a better place? Yeah, we'd all become one if we just cosplayed each other. Uh, th here's the problem, though. Uh, if we all started cosplaying as each other, then who, who am I ever? <laughs> How do I cosplay myself later? If I'm like, one day I'm Jamie, one day I'm Richie, one day I'm, uh, you know, Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> like, I'm just, I don't know who I am anymore. But Dave, like, you're, the core of who you are always remains. The clothes don't make the man. The basement suit doesn't make the Dave Ray. I make the basement you suit. You make the basement, you, Dave that Ray. That is true. I, I cobbled this suit. together. That is true. I want you to close your eyes for a minute, Dave. <laughs> What's okay. this is a this is a, a non-visual medium. Okay, sure. No, imagine you're seven years old. <laughs> okay, Just I'm back a there. Sweet little lamb sandwich. <laughs> like a human lamb. I want you to imagine you're Josh Koss. D there. And now I want you to imagine that you're Josh Koss. Dressed as Batman. Wait, so now I'm pretending to be Joss Koss, pretending to be Batman? Exactly. Close your eyes, Dave. Okay, sorry. This is just super confusing. No, wait, hang on a second. Am I wearing Josh's clothes underneath the Batman suit? No, you're, you're wearing Josh Koss as a human suit, just like in Men in Black. What? Close your so, eyes. So, wait. Hang on a second. Are you suggesting... That if I want to become Josh Koss, I need to kill him and put on his skin? I don't know, Dave. Does the skin make the man? <laughs> do you... Or do I make the Josh Koss human suit? Or do you make suit? the Josh Koss human suit? Right, right. Does so you, wait, you're oh, not no, really, wait, about Does Josh make the Josh Koss human suit? You know, you know, that's not a bad point. I think this debate has become, does the human suit make the human? Oh, that's a deeper way of looking at right? that. 
That is very true. It's getting right? to the heart of it. And then, and then by extension, does the animal suit make the animal? So I argue no. I argue that if you were to go out and put yourself inside of a buffalo, that you would still be a human. But my opponent, David Ray, argues that were you to go out and put yourself in a buffalo suit, you would become the buffalo. I did not say that, first of all. I did not say that at all. I'm saying, I'm trying to understand your weird version of cosplay where you are willing to put on a literal skin of a person and say that you're now them. And why? To say, like, oh, I now better understand Josh. Well, Josh, it doesn't matter because he's dead now. Well, I think, I think it's important to commit to the bit, yeah. Like... <laughs> Yes, like now I understand Josh. Is Josh around anymore? No, but now I understand I, him better and because now I'm I can wearing carry... a Josh Cost human suit. But I'm still Dave Ray inside. No, wait, are you saying you, Jamie, are Dave Ray inside because you've also murdered me? I in don't this know, scenario? Dave Ray. Dave Ray, I'm wearing your underwear right now. Does that make me Jamie in Dave Ray's underwear, or does that make me Dave Ray because I'm wearing Dave Ray's underwear? <laughs> I don't, I, <laughs> so here's the thing. I don't I don't think when you wear clothes of other people you become them. You're just wearing their clothes. And if you're going to cosplay as somebody else, you're like, oh, I'm going to be, pretend to be, uh, you know, Hulk Hogan or Heath Ledger or, you know, whoever it might be. I, like, I'm just, I'm still me, but I'm not, I just look like Heath Ledger, which I know I look like Heath Ledger. Look how You handsome. naturally look exactly like Heath Ledger. Yeah, I know. That's why I wear the suit. You see. It's uncanny. But just, I, I don't become them. I just wearing their clothes, you know? Like, I'm not, I'm not really understanding them. Right, but you're changing your point of view. Like, I think life would be different if I had a flat top. People would look at me different. People would treat me different. People would put different things in my hair when I walk past. <laughs> I'm seeing what life is like from the point of view of someone who has a flat top. Vanilla ice, circa 1990, for example. <laughs> you would know what it would be like to be... That person from a small avenue of time. Why yeah. would that be helpful to anybody? Because then I understand his pain and I can write really good songs about him. <laughs> would it just be Ice Ice Baby again? Just like released? Yeah, but like a soul version. Oh. Okay. Ice, <laughs> Don't you see that there's going to be a lot baby. of problems with that? There's going to be identity thefts. You know, people are going to be confused. It's like, oh, is this Jamie or is it Dave or is it Josh? I don't know. We're going to just, uh, you know, you could commit crimes in my name and I'd be thrown in jail. You see the problems with that? Do you see that you'd, be, you'd have restrictions on cosplaying as other players? Think of, like, what's happening with that lady who was, like, th uh, she's transracial. And, like, how's that all playing into the whole thing, right? Dave Ray, Dave Ray, do you know what namaste means? Please inform me. It means... The light in me recognizes the light in you. And if we all went around, doesn't matter if we're wearing a Hulk Hogan costume or a vanilla ice flat top or a Josh Koss human suit or David Ray's underwear, <laughs> if the light in you recognizes the light in me, then we'll see each other. And we could do that 
by just talking to each other. You know you don't need like this whole elaborate setup of like costumes and everything. You just like, here, let's spend some time with each other and get to know each other on a personal level. Okay, right. Like what you're saying is cool, but it would be more cool if we dressed up as each other because then it's also like a party all the time. Also, it's kind of a crime. No, I'm not dressing up as the Tim Hortons person to go knock over the Tim Hortons and steal all their footlongs. I don't know what... <laughs> You're really cross-blending some... I don't know what donuts are. <laughs> if you don't know what donuts are... Okay. Anyways. Conclusion what I'm is... is that I'm going to the Tim Hortons dressed as a Tim Hortons person to be like, hey, hey, Ted... I vibe what you're doing here. I just want to like see things from how you see them, and then like a part of you will become a part. We are all Africa. <laughs> Hold on, we, wait, are, wait, wait. we are all one. We are all one people, united under this big, crazy, starry sky. And I just think. Hold on, I think I got this. If you're going, to, you're saying like if you went into a Tim Hortons dressed as a Tim a Hortons employee, you would be able to connect with them. Yeah. And, and you'd be able to de uh, connect with them on a deeper level. Beautiful. Uh, are you willing to then dress up as, uh, you know, like a gangster and walk into, you know, lower income in, uh, neighborhoods and just like, hey, I'm just like you guys, right? Yeah, no, ex exactly. Yes, exactly. That's exactly my point. Because, because, like, gangs, there's no, like, good and evil. There aren't bad people and good people. There's people that make good choices and bad choices and that come from good places and bad places. And if you don't understand where someone else is coming from and then you put yourself in their shoes and you dress like them and you're perceived by them, then you learn to understand where they're coming from. And then you realize that they're not so bad anymore. They've just made some bad choices and done some dick things and stolen your clothes and your underwear, and then you understand them better. What I'm saying to you, Dave, what I'm saying you to now, is that I want you to switch clothes with me because I robbed your house. <laughs> I knew there was a whole thing behind it. But you are, you will never, uh, here's the problem, you can't, when you dress like another person and you just, well, this is how you act, right? If I came up to you and I, hi, I'm Jamie. I like to take long walks on the beach and drink mimosas, I'm assuming. And then you're like, no, I hate mimosas. How dare you assume that about me? You would get upset. It's a problem. Instead of me trying to pretend to be you, I am just going to engage with you on a personal level, and I'm going to, once I get in nice and close, I'm going to take all my stuff back and go back home. And that's it, Jamie. I win. I'm out. <laughs> And that concludes the live episode that was recorded at Thunderprov, put on by Sorry Not Sorry. As you can tell, at these shows, we like to have a lot of silly, weird fun. And if that's something that you're interested in, you should uh, follow Sorry Not Sorry on Twitter at SNSYEG. And if you're interested in finding out about their live Dungeons & Dragons show, which is also a lot of fun, it's also weird, it's also got uh, uh, improvised fights, it's got a little bit of everything for everyone. Uh, you can follow them on Twitter at YEGDND. Uh, it's going to be running through the entirety of the Edmonton Fringe Festival, so you make sure you check them out there. It's, it's going to be a great time. Uh, of course, it, this is also in the year 2015, so if you've heard, if this is past, 
August 23rd, 2015. I'm sorry, you have missed out. Um, hopefully, we're around in the future when the apocalypse descends upon uh, humanity, but I can't promise that. I- I'm only promising up until August 23rd. As well, on August 8th, uh, Sorry Not Sorry is putting on a special fundraising event in order to help cover some of the costs that's associated with going to the Fringe uh, with a show called Thunder Prom. It's going to be an improvised uh, comedy show that's uh, a couple hours long, thereabouts, uh, that's about high, high schoolers leading up to and including the prom. And it's going to be a fun, silly story. And after that show is done... Uh, We're actually going to open it up. There's going to be a dance floor. There's going to be music playing. There's going to be drinks available. It's going to be a great time. And that's that's August 8th, $15. And uh, it's going to be down at at the Downtown Edmonton Community League, which is 10042 on uh, 103rd Street. It's going to be a great time. It's going to be... Uh, we've, we've been running through it, uh, looking forward to that show, and it's going to be super silly and fun. Uh, so with that, in order to get my, uh, my final thoughts, I'm actually going to turn it back over to the end of Thunderprov, the, the, the debates. Uh, and uh, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time. But uh, I'm just going to wrap up the uh, show with this. Um, remember, I'm not the devil. It's just that I was born on the 66th of June. So it's just, it's, it's a common, but I'm not the devil.